The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the host and are not representative of their employers, spouses, or associates. If you haven't gathered from the title, the language used on the show is akin to that of a high school boys' locker room. Listener discretion is advised. The advice given in this podcast is worth what you pay for it, which is nothing. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Effed Up Farming. I'm Royce O'Neill, your host, and across from me in the crow's nest tonight is co-host Tyler Martin. How are you, Tyler? Hello, everybody. I'm good. Good. I'm good. I'm excited. Are you? I'm real excited. Why are you excited? Because we got a guest. We do. You want to do sponsors before we intro our guest, or you want to go ahead and get him out of the way? Uh, you know, let's let's go ahead and do some sponsorships here. I'm going to start off with Mo Cattle Company. New baby on the ground today. 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 She's a feisty little. Heifer. We don't know what she weighs yet because you know, snowstorm. It's fucking cold. I know she was cold and probably weighs less than when she was born because she's been shivering. Exactly. So. Yeah, Mo Cattle Company bringing you the best Angus and Sim Angus genetics since what did we say twenty twenty three twenty twenty three I think is going to be a good start date on that. <laughs> and also in sponsorship we have Cliffs Farm. They've got a a Hartford bull that they're selling semen right now, don't they? I imagine a couple. But what, um, you were talking about one last week. Well, yeah, I researched before I gave him a good intro. I thought he sent you the information. I didn't no, know. No, I got it off his Facebook page. Oh, that was nice of you. Yeah, I thought so. I didn't. So go look him up. <laughs> Find this bull. I think I think they've got a Cliff's Farm page, and then you can also look up Curtis Reed, or you can look up the Livestock Podcast. Same All three. Group. We'll get Same you to, to get you get you to Curtis. But we're not advertising for Livestock Podcast, so you sons of bitches better not go listen to it. Oh, he's not even putting out any new content right now. Well, they might not listen to the old stuff yet. He's on a hiatus. If he's on a hiatus, everybody's on a hiatus. <laughs> no free listeners from this. And also coming up in sponsorship could be you. Hit us up. Send us a bottle. Do what you got to do. Yeah. We'll say what you want on here for... We're cheap. A bottle of whiskey. We or, won't say what you want, but we will speak of you. Oh, I don't know. If they bring us a bottle of whiskey everybody's or some heard, beer... Everybody's heard Canada's advertisements like... <laughs> Let's be real here. <laughs> we, we will say some version that we edit of what you want us to, maybe. For sure. So hit us up on Facebook. You want to get involved, we appreciate it. And with that, let's introduce our guest, Tyler. We got Hadley Freeman down here. How are you, Hadley? I'm good. How are y'all? We're good. We're good. You excited to be here? I'm very excited. You look a little nervous. I kind of am. Just up. a little bit. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> it happens. It happens. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Hadley. Uh I'm 22 years old, born and raised in White Deer. Uh, just work for my family. And what do you do for your family? Uh, right now, I'm in the jerky plant, um, but in the summer, I, I'm outside. Usually, we feed and fix a lot of fence, build a lot of fence. We have a lot of fence to build. So. Well, it's good. Mm-hmm. Need a good job. Keeps you busy. It does. Keep you wear down. <laughs> Get you out of trouble in summer nights. Yes. Sure enough. You know, I think that was always Royce's dad's strategy. Keep you fucking tired. You didn't want to do anything at night. You know, he tried his best, but it... I mean, it didn't work out didn't that work. great, but... Hell of a game plan. I mean, it's a theory. <laughs> Probably not very sound theory, but it is a theory. Yep. Yep. So anything else you want to, you want to tell us about yourself? Huh? 
Got a hobbies a activities? Yeah, uh, I rodeo. Um, that's I'll, what do you I, do? I tool leather too. Uh, I uh, I ride ranch saddle broncs. So okay, mm-hmm. are, are you, you any good, good at that? I uh, claim to be. <laughs> claim, claim to be or are two I cla- different you things. Know, I I think I, I I like Sam good. Uh, I qualified for the amateur national finals last summer, or it, it had been this last fall, but it was okay. over the the summer series, but. That's so funny. the other day, whenever I texted you about doing this, you said that you had to go to a rodeo. Yes. And do you remember what yes. I told you? That don't come back unless I win, and you can't win them all. <laughs> I'd hate, I'd have hated to win that one. I didn't say can't win them all. <laughs> Why would you hate it to have won that one? Oh, just didn't want to get their hopes down before the season really started. <laughs> <laughs> You're more of a let's come back from behind. <laughs> yeah. You're the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like twenty one to three lead on me and then Then out of nowhere, here he comes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you watch any of that game? No. I didn't figure you did. Did you? Yes. That's that was pretty good. good. It was a good football game. Pretty good little second half. That's what I've understood, but I I did not watch it. I also Mm -hmm. listened to the live feed on uh, Big Honker. Oh yeah. (laughs) That was way more entertaining than a football game. I bet it was. Yeah. So, all right, y'all want to get our bourbon out of the way or get our booze out of the way? Yeah. Tell them what we got this week. Uh, they got proper 12 Irish whiskey. Conor McGregor's blend. Mm. Conor McGregor's. We'll he see offers how you that drink, Irishman. take it, or it'll hit you in the face. <laughs> we'll see how that Irishman does whiskey. All right, so you've listened before. You know how we do this. Yes, yeah, sir. So we try it out of the Glen Cairn. We smell it, get a nose on it. Are you a big whiskey drinker? Not, no, mm-mm. not really. Well, it might be a good thing you've got a DD tonight, then, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if DD stands for designated exactly. <laughs> it doesn't stand for sober. We can go with that one. It smells boozy. It smells strong. It, would you expect any less out of Conor McGregor? <laughs> Lately, yes. <laughs> You can get some vanilla out of it, mm-hmm. which good I'm getting Irish a little bit of that uh, that that peat mossy stuff. A little smoke, yeah, a little smoke. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's got a pretty good color. It's actually kind of it's pale. It's a good color, but it's pale. Well, that's I mean, kind of an Irish whiskey color. They're not usually as dark as your right. bourbons. Right, got some legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's smooth. I like it. It is that. Mm-hmm. It's very smooth. Pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, getting uh, getting some sugar on the tip of my tongue. It's it's not it's not an overly complex flavor. Mm-mm. It's just it's just kind of should have vanilla, honey, and toasted wood. Toasted wood. Toasted. Wood. I get the honey. I don't. I'm get getting a lot the of vanilla. <laughs> I don't get a lot of wood yeah. out of it. No, I'm not. Like I said, you, you get a little bit of that smoky smell That's, to it. Yeah, it's smoky. Oh, it's not bad. I can pour it over ice if you want to. It's not a requirement, <laughs> but I like my whiskey cold. Mm-hmm. The Irish don't, though. Do they not? Mm-hmm. No, when we were on our honeymoon in Ireland, oh, you can really hit, pick up the vanilla 
now that it it's opens cold. up a lot yeah. over the ice. <clears throat> yeah, I'm I thought thinking I was, is going to make a little water make it better. Oh yeah, yeah. I would. I thought I was going to get in a fight in a five hundred year old bar because <laughs> I asked for ice with my Irish whiskey. <laughs> Well, ice and soda water, and he told me I could have one or the other, but I couldn't have both, and I, he shouldn't give me either. So, and up until that point, he was a very nice bartender, and so was the rest of the crowd, but it's kind of one of those, everything just stopped, mm-hmm. and everybody was looking at me, and it's like, I am, I am not comfortable in this situation anymore. Kind of fucked this deal up. Yeah. So, you want some soda water to go with it, or? Oh, I'm all, I just like it on that ice. It's okay. pretty good. Thank you, and though. there's uh, there's beer in the refrigerator if you'd rather have that. Yes, yeah, sir. So beer and I you think have to beer. you have to finish your whiskey. Okay, but <laughs> after that you can either have another whiskey or you can have beer. Or, okay, uh, ranch water. Yes, sir. So feel free to help yourself. Okay, thank y'all. Yes, sir. All right, so let's get a let's get a number on this thing. What are you going to score it, Hadler? One to ten. This. Zero to ten, technically. <laughs> Without ice, I'd give it about a six. But with the ice, maybe a seven and a half. Like it's much seven better. Seven and a half. Ice. Okay. I think I'm going to go uh, six and a half. It's good. It's, it's you know, definitely middle pack, yeah. top end. I was going to go five because it's just average to me. <laughs> I mean, it's, there's, there's really nothing special to about it. It's see, so I I thought back to uh, you know typically if I'm drinking an Irish whiskey I'm drinking Bushmills, and so my Bushmills obviously I'm gonna go like a seven or an eight. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not as good as that, but it's definitely not bad. Let's see the Sexton we rated seven. We both yeah, so I'm confident with my six number. Okay. All right. Well, we got that out of the way. Mm-hmm. We'll continue to uh, sip on these and we'll visit with Hadley, see what's been going on in his life. <clears throat> so, we've been doing lately just a lot of work. That's, that's a lot of it. work. Mm, a lot of work. Uh, so, what are you doing in the jerky plant right now? Right now, uh, Justin's having us cut right now. We're doing it's during mid hog season, deer season just wrapped up. Uh, so, we've been cutting a lot of hogs in the jerky plant. Okay, so okay. y'all are doing that in the jerky plant? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. So. You're making jerky out of the hogs or no, just sir, processing these it? are Me and my brother are just in there. It's for the what they call the not-for-sale hogs. It's a custom order. Like a customer brings it in, it's straight for it, cut for the customer. Okay. And so, so you're doing the butchering then? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's I enjoy it. It's pretty fun. Y'all, y'all been going through quite a few? Oh, yes, yeah, sir. Uh-huh. So it's just the two of you in there cutting hogs? Uh, today it was me, uh, my brother, and two other men. And Justin came in for a minute but then had to leave. But... So how many hogs can you cut in a day? Me and my brother alone could cut probably twenty in a day, and um, but I feel like that's a pretty solid number, Tyler. I, I mean, it seems never like a lot to me. I've never really done that, but um, <laughs> seems like a lot. Mm-hmm. Sounds impressive on face value. <laughs> so why are you all so backed up on hogs if you can cut twenty in a day? Uh, we're not. We're like we emptied the cooler out today, but like next week we're getting forty in uh, on Monday, and so okay, it is, it is stock show. Killer, time. yeah. It's it's time to wind down from the stock show animals. So, mm-hmm. just cutting up losers all day, every day. <laughs> cutting up losers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what what you you mm-hmm. that that's all you've been doing? Just cutting hogs? Uh, well, a little bit of that, and kind of bouncing around between making sausage, hamburger, all that stuff too. So, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Just during the winter, it's it's been good. 
That's good. So Justin hadn't made you go out and check his calves or anything? Oh, we have. We did um, early off in the winter, like early winter. And then kind of whenever things slowed down after we shipped off everything and kind of got everything settled down from doctoring and all that, um, me and my brother were in the jerky plant. Okay. So not much going on with your cow herd right now? No, not a whole lot. And just trying to keep them healthy fixing a we're fixing to start having a bunch right now so fix the start calving yes sir yep. yes sir well that seems like a good topic to jump on to since we just had a calf this morning oh it sounds like it so y'all y'all have any heifers or y'all yes got all we, calves we got uh we got one pasture of heifers right now okay and so we had a we had a heifer bull out there and i sure hope everything turns out good so we don't have to pull any <laughs> I hear you on that. So what's y'all's uh, process for dealing with heifers that you're calving out? Uh, right now, I think, like, what do you mean process? Like, like how, do you, how do you do it? How do you take care of the heifers? Okay. Uh, right now, all we're doing is caking. We're keeping them, uh, some mineral out there for them all the time. Yeah. And uh, we got some hay out there for them all the time. <clears throat> well, but when they start calving, like, how often oh. will you watch them or will you go out and oh. t- look at them? And- yeah, so every day. Every, every day. day. We'll have Troy go out there every day. Okay. We'll look at them once a day, yes, twice a day, mm-hmm. once a day. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. Okay. So you're just really hoping that the bull does his job and yes. the heifers don't have a whole lot of trouble. Yes. So yes. that's yeah. a that's mm-hmm. a lot of confidence in a bull, which makes things a lot easier mm-hmm. if you can do that. It sounds like he bought a mobile. Mm-hmm. Man, I know he didn't. Mm-hmm. May have bought something that we would have bought. That's good. Yeah, good yeah. odds. So good odds. chances are maybe they'll be interested in a mm-hmm. mo. Premium Angus bull. I think so. Yeah. We'll have to look into it. <laughs> You're going to have to look into it. Mm-hmm. A little buddy out there. Mm-hmm. He's, he's going to work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, I had a question about the heifers, and I lost it because I was being a smartass. <laughs> That'll happen 90% of the time. <laughs> it's how your mouth gets you in trouble, bud. <laughs> it really, well, no, because I'm not talking normally. It's, <laughs> I just keep talking, and that's, that's where I tend to get in the jams on that deal. So you got any good heifer calving stories or calving season uh, stories? There's, well, yeah. So there's one time when I, I worked for a rancher in Leveland. Uh, he had a ranch in Midkiff. His name was Virgil Gibbs. Uh, there was one time we went out there. We had to pull a calf, and I thought that was pretty cool. I had never, I had never done that before. Never had to pull a calf before? I've never in my life seen it. I've seen it in movies, but never in my life until that day. But you have led a privileged cool. life for so somebody who cowboys. Did you... Uh, <laughs> Did you have some some guidance on that, or did yes. you just figure no, it out? I did not. I did not do it alone. I called him as soon as I like she went down, and yeah. So. Okay. So did you actually pull the calf then? Well, he kind of talked me through it, and then yeah. he pulled up and helped me. So. Okay. So you got your hands in there. Yes. You yeah. Got I, dirty. Was about, I was about elbow elbow deep. Uh, that'll happen. Yeah. You'll have that. And part of the process but you never had one born inside out or anything crazy like that no sir uh-uh. i've seen one time at the store we had one come in it was a two-headed calf come in but it was little i was like 11 when i remember that yeah. so was it a little calf or was it a big calf it was probably about a six weight five weight mm-hmm. oh wow mm-hmm. two-headed calf that was two- that i don't big. think i've ever yeah. seen a two-headed one that mm-hmm. lived that long uh-uh. yeah i no, had it was, it was either, like, either by nature or man mm-hmm. it was <laughs> Uh, it was about a, it was probably about a four or five weight, and well, he just, keeps getting smaller. No, just I think no, here in a minute had, he's going to be a one or two weight. And then, he was pretty little, no, you know. Well, next year, it's like, well, he's born yesterday. But. So, so the deal was, we killed this cow. We were going to chop her up into hamburger meat. And there was this calf inside of her that be damned if he didn't have three heads. 
<laughs> no, we uh, we was well, we have a picture of me and my brother standing beside when we were little. It was cool. Yeah, it was cool. So this calf being born inside out, Royce. That sounds like a story that we need to hear. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it I've was ever uh, seen that. It, yeah, his uh, his tailbone was up over his hips. His back legs were touching his ears backwards. Um, it was so we we got her in the pen. It went. I went to pull the calf, mm-hmm. and I got to feeling around in there, and there was all this. Oh, squiggly, looks like a little bitty intestines. And I thought, no, that can't be intestines. <laughs> That's way too small to be intestines. Well, I felt around in there, couldn't feel anything, so called the vet, took her in. And sure enough, the vet confirmed that what I was seeing and feeling were, in fact, intestines. Mm-hmm. Because he had his rib cage was inside out, so it wasn't holding anything in. Mm-hmm. We had to do a C-section on that one. And if I can find the pictures, I'll put them on Facebook. It's, it's pretty gnarly. I remember the pictures. They were it was they were disturbing. More than I wanted to look at. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was an interesting one. That's probably the most interesting thing I've seen. Um, and I hope I don't ever have to see it again. It, <laughs> it's pretty gross. I hope to you be on your own cows if yeah. you do. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be on nothing I'm partnered on. <laughs> but apparently, it's a freak deal. Like one mm-hmm. in a million. I think the vet in Pampa said he'll see one maybe every ten years, and that's you know he sees a lot of cows, mm-hmm. so that's. If he only sees one every ten years, that's not very often that they come across. So is it is it just a freak deal, or is it kind of like a genetic induced freak deal, or uh, the way I was led to believe it was kind of both? Okay, uh, which we didn't keep the cow, but it wasn't because of that. It was because of the C section, right? So, I mean, it he didn't really give me a lot of guidance either way on whether it was we should sell or. Seller because of the C-section or seller because of the inside-out calf. He did say it was more likely that she would do it again. Mm-hmm. But so there did, is probably some sort of genetic or environmental yeah. component to it. Yeah. And then it was also, on top of that, just a freak deal. So Because that was she was a heifer, so that was the first calf she'd ever had. And she didn't do very good. Well, she didn't have a very good track record after <laughs> she, that deal. She had a very bad track record. <laughs> it's, it's kind to get rid of. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was. You got any Kevin stories? Not really. I don't know if you had any or not. Uh, nothing out of the ordinary. <laughs> it's boring. It really is. I pulled more calves than Hadley, though. Yeah. Well, it doesn't take more than two. It, <laughs> well, I'm at three, so I mean. <laughs> it was a rush. It was. It was. I didn't like it. I didn't. I didn't like it at all. It what was, didn't you like about it? Elbow deep. I was elbow deep in a, in a cow. I just. You gotta get used to it. Yeah. At least it wasn't shoulder deep. Uh, yeah, you're right. That's where I was on that inside out calf. I mean, I went in. Even in shoulder deep. That's why you thought you had intestine. Well, no, I mean the intestines were hanging out of the cow. Oh. And so I was looking at I them. I thought thinking, you pulled them out of the No, cow. they were already hanging out. And I was like, there's no way that's intestines because they're way too small. No, they were in fact just the right <clears> size <throat> to be intestines. For for a little guy. For a little guy that's inside out. Mm-hmm. So you got any other good cowboy stories for us? Rough horses. Yes, yes. There was um, also working for Virgil um, down at Midkiff. Um, I've never gotten lost on a drive, but one time I, I did. One time I did. That's <laughs> all it's all it takes very, is once to have a. It's a very uneasy feeling. Um, 
Yeah, it was me, and I was on my, there's a young mare that I was on. I called her Ruby, a little sorrel mare. And we were down at Midkiff, and well, I, they dropped me off the jig line, and they rode on. And um, they said, wait about 20 minutes, you'll hear a holler, and start heading east. And I was like, okay, all right. And uh, anyways, we didn't have any cell phone service down there. And all these mesquite, mesquite thickets were pretty tall and every it just looked same and i mean you're riding through like have to take your hat off so it didn't get knocked off and anyways my horse was acting goofy so i stopped her and spun her and i look around and i was just like i it all looked the same and i st- <laughs> i was standing up looking for my tracks i mean it's a big circle it looks like i've been all over the place and it was uneasy i was i was lost for probably an hour and a half how did you? How did you find your just way? Just rode one way until I hit a fence. <laughs> Tried to ride one. It's hard though. Like I mean, I was standing up in the stirrups, looking around. I mean, it all looks the same. You couldn't hear anybody. And I don't know. It was, did you ever think to like use the sun? It was uneasy. No, I didn't. Did not. <laughs> I did not. I did not. It was. It was an uneasy feeling, and I didn't like it. Did well, you? Did you get a little shit talk to you? Whenever yes. it was going to be my well, question. I did. I I did by Virgil and his son Hunter, but uh, Colton McCarley, who's also a day hand and one of my buddies, he had got lost three times down there, and so he was like, "No, I I know what you mean." <laughs> 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 so he was like telling me like, "Oh no, I know where you're coming from," and yeah, you're gonna have to get him a horse with GPS. It sounds like yes, for sure. You know, I saw this deal on Facebook today. It was this uh, cheap GPS unit, um, and it just glued on to the hood of your tractor, and it was ran on a battery, like a, like a D battery. Oh, wow. And it just had the lights, like the old Outback. Yeah, I bet you yeah. could get one of those fit between the ears of the horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know you got a straight line. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so what, what other stories you got? You got to have something. Uh, well... Got any good rodeo wrecks you've been in or anything like that? Yes. uh, I tore up my knee, and I've had a horse roll over with me and stepped on me, broke a couple ribs. Um, uh, So my knee was at Shamrock. It was at the Cody Crockett Memorial Ranch Rodeo up there. And uh, I I rode my bronc and uh, ended up covering the horse. And so I got past, got out of the chute, which is the most dangerous spot, covered him, getting off of the pickup man. They dropped me, and I hit the ground. And it tore my ACL, both sides of my meniscus, and my, oh, shoot. M- and my MCL. And but I, so I that wasn't even a deal getting bucked off the horse. That was no, just it was, it coming was, off the right yeah, way. Yeah, it was going. Yeah, the whole the pickup man was uh, pre- going pretty fast, and we both like he dropped me, and it just kind of hit just right. I guess. So it's and, pickup man's fault. What? Did you drag him off his horse and beat the shit out of him or anything? No, I did not. I did not. The, I I did get upset. You with just the laid there and people. cried, didn't you? No, huh? I actually. I, <laughs> I I was mad. I was in. I was I was like in shock, and the only time I was in pain through that whole whole experience really was when I got home and I was laying on the couch, and then it started like throb. And oh, hurt. really? Yeah, then it started hurting. But I was upset. Only person I was really mad at was the ambulance people because. They kept trying to cut off my leggings, and those are expensive. That they are, especially if you've got a custom set. Yes, yes, and I didn't, I didn't want them to cut them off. That's about the only people I got upset with. Well, did you get them stopped from cutting your? Yes, yes, they oh, did not. Good. They didn't touch them. They didn't touch them. Um, it was good. And at Snyder, Texas, I had a horse. 
uh, roll with me. It was at Mitch Terrell's horse. It's a big dun horse. He bucked out at White Deer before. Um, his name's John Wayne. He's he's that horse still bucks out for Mitch Terrell. Um, at Snyder, the arena's pretty deep right at the chutes. And usually the dirt. Was it that indoor arena? No, sir. It was outdoor. Oh, okay. It was an outdoor arena up there. Um, they're, they're how, how they got it like plowed up or how they have that dirt in the arena floor laid out. It's real thick and real deep, like sandy kind of right by the chutes and usually you'd like it packed pretty hard the first five feet out from the bucking chutes just some horses can get their feet under them get to bucking and this horse came out stumbling and took a couple of jumps and just his head went and it was a lot further than normal and just kept going and rolled with me but that was scary what happened on that it was it was like slow motion yeah well uh whenever he went down and i seen my withers just keep going um, I it's, jumped off and like I tried to roll away from him, but when he rolled, he was straddling me and I just kind of got in the fetal and he stepped on me right on my ribs. And, well, that is an uneasy feeling when that horse's withers start going. Yes, yeah. And yeah, that head disappears and it mm-hmm. just keeps going. It is. There ain't much you can do. So no. I didn't do I wasn't on a bucking it, horse when it happened to me, but oof. I've had a horse trip on me. Mm-hmm. It is. It's, yeah, no, you can. Your gut just <laughs> wads up. It's. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There ain't much you can do besides jump off and try to get away from them. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. Well, keep it going. Come on. These are good stories. You got to have something else. <laughs> uh, those are about the only two wrecks I've been in. Well, how long uh, have you been rodeoing for? About four years. About four years. Yes, so you sir. didn't do it in high school. You started no, sir, this. I, I team roped in high school, and I got to college, and I started riding colts for Virgil, and I was like, you know what? I think yeah, I kind of got a big head. I was, I could ride a bucking horse pretty good. I could do <laughs> and, that. And then I entered, <laughs> entered my first rodeo, and I mean got thumped, and I just had the drive for it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to be good at it. So I tried to keep going and just kept right. entering. and. Just kept scratching out. That's what all my buddies said. Just keep scratching at them. Keep getting on them. <laughs> <laughs> and I did until I covered my first one. Now it's like riding a bike. You can, If you can cover a bucking horse under control, you can cover just about anything, like okay. any of them. So. Well, do you practice at all? How do you practice? I used to. I used to go to Amarillo. To, um, there's, there's a little, Albi Shlom is her name. It's uh, those guys' rodeo company. They used to buck out a bunch of their horses on Sundays. Up okay. at the Arena Life up there in Amarillo. But... I don't anymore because they, they sold their deal, but it's kind of a good thing. It wears you down. For, yeah. For, <laughs> yeah. No, that's you're pretty sore all it's, the time. It's kind of a dangerous gig anyway, and so mm-hmm. when you practice, I feel like... You're really you're just, just kind of doubling your chances. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But then mm-hmm. if you don't practice, you're just paying a lot of money to fall off so, a horse. Exactly, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So... so. I got to where I could cover about, once I hit about five rodeos and covered every horse and was in the money on at least three of them, I was like, okay, I don't need, real. I never say you don't need practice because you can ride the spur board, but don't go enter at Obby's and get hurt. Yeah. You know, right. So. Well, do you still use spur board or anything like yeah, that? Sir, I do. I got one in my barn up there at my grandmother's house. Okay. So. Okay, so you said during the summer you do more than just work in the jerky plant. Yes, sir. So what what all do you do in the summer? Uh, we usually build fence, a, a lot of fence, a lot of and fence. build uh, pens. We've been building a lot of set of pens. Started some in the spring and just never it turned to winter and just never finished them. But we got to okay. pick up on that where we get back. What kind of pens? I mean, how are you building your pens? Pipe fence yes, sir. or uh, pipe fence, endless fence, and pipe. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So. so you do a little farming too, right? Yes. I've seen your handiwork on the, oh, on the yeah, arms. 
so they they let you drive the tractor? Oh yeah. Or they make you drive the tractor? Um, I don't ever ask. I don't ever ask. <laughs> so. But that you hadn't done such a bad job. They fired you yet? That's yeah. No, I get the job done, and I I try to make it as pretty as possible. But sometimes, like I think it's good until it starts to grow, and I'm like, you know what? I should have. I should have. Du- I knew I should have double passed right there in that little corner, <laughs> or along the fence, and. It's hard to hide your mistakes once it starts growing, isn't that's, it? That's exactly right. You got about six weeks of leeway, and then it starts to... Or if it's, it doesn't rain, you got about six weeks. You got a few weeks of leeway, yeah. and then it sprouts, and you can really see there's then one time... And you get made fun of. Yes. There was one time I didn't set the drill down until about halfway down, and I was like, you know what? When I finish it, I'm going to come back, and it's my first spot I'm going to hit. I'm going to pick back up. Never did. Couldn't find it. No. Forgot about it, huh? <laughs> and yeah. And I mean everything it was I I thought I did a pretty good job on it. You know, I got close to the fence and my lines are straight, everything. Except there's one I mean, and not even weeds grew. Like it was plowed dirt. Just <laughs> dirt. See, you should have you should have just it's like there's something wrong right there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, obviously if there's no is, weeds but. or grass or anything yeah. up, it's it can't be my fault. Yeah, no, I don't know. I it was just dirt for about halfway down, and then it sets down, and it was bad. It was, it was bad. Did you catch a little shit on that? I did. I caught a lot on that. <laughs> I'm guessing you're probably by. still catching shit on that, aren't you? Yes, yes. My dad says make sure you set the drill down <laughs> every time. That's one of the last things he tells me before, before they leave me. <laughs> hey, I mean, that's good <laughs> advice, really. Yes. <laughs> Set the drill. Set the drill down. Uh You're not going to get much done if you don't set the drill down. Which I've done similar things, you know, like with a planter. Like you, you go to a new field and like you forget to click your fan on. I mean, I don't go that far, but you know, it's like you you take off, you got it down, it's screaming at you, saying it's not playing. It's like, what the fuck's going on? I don't know. You start looking and shit, you can't figure it. It's like, oh yeah, forgot to turn the fan on. Yeah, that'll, that'll happen. But I normally remember to go back and you know, start over. See, I, sh- I should have. I should have right there when I realized it. I should have just hit the finished out the half, hit it one, and then just double planted that one row. But I was like, you know what? When I finish this whole side, like not not today. I won't finish it today. It'll be at the end of the day tomorrow when I'll finish this side. Uh, you gave yourself too much time. I did. Yeah, I did. Well, it ha- that'll happen to you just. About I mean, if you time. had like three passes, yeah, okay, I, I get where you're coming from on that. But <laughs> it was the first, the first pass out of the gate, and <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> well, that's entertaining. Uh-huh. Well, keep them coming. Come on, what you got? Uh, there was another time up here. I was I was getting seed, and uh, I forgot to shut the slides on the on the bins, on the uh, the boxes. Yeah, on the box. He had seed boxes. Yeah, seed boxes, and forgot to shut the slide. And it, I mean, you wait, just couldn't figure out why that some bitch wouldn't fill up. Well, well, we were looking, and I kept hearing it. Like Royce is running the <laughs> the deal, the tender. And, yeah, that uh, we're we're dropping fertilizer out of, right? Yes. And, into these seed boxes. Yes. And, Pro boxes. And, yeah. And I kept hearing stuff like leaking. And I, I look under the trailer. It's like four piles. And I got eight bins on the trailer. And, I mean, we some of them were shut, luckily. I don't I don't know how some of them were shut. About half of them. About half you just of lucked them out on that one. Yeah. And I look under the trailer, and there's like 
four big piles of fertilizer, fertilizer. laying on the ground. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to, we got to clean up some, we had oh, to you clean had it to up clean off up the, the ground. You, you, yeah. you helped him? <clears throat> well, I got the skid steer out, I think, didn't I? Didn't yeah. we use uh-huh. the skid steer to do it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Then yeah. We just dumped it uh-huh. on in the. Yeah. I was going okay. to shovel. <laughs> Picking it up. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, mean, I was sitting on the. You didn't shut the door. I didn't shut the door. That's exactly right. I mean, he may have shut the door, but he sure mm-hmm. did not latch the door. I and didn't. they jiggled open on the way over there at the very least. Mm-hmm. I Well, see, I don't ever remember opening the doors. I think what happened was after we had emptied all the seed out, we had just left the door open and put it back in the barn because I had just loaded them on the trailer, strapped them down, and came out. To the, to the house to get but from either, either way he is admitting that I it did. is his fault it did it is my fault 110 <laughs> percent so at least he knows how to take responsibility that's true that's you true know, you got to give him but that. you know i've had guys do that like uh if i'm trying to sell some cotton seed to a guy but you know like say i can't get a box but all i get bags so i have them you know break the bags and put it in a box yeah i've had guys do that to where like they didn't close it all the way or they didn't close it at all mm-hmm. and you know at least with your you weren't actually dumping bags into the box oh yeah you know these jack they get like four box bags in a box I'm like man it's Something that's going to hold like a hundred bags. <laughs> yeah. Hard to fill something up that way, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. It really. If you get back to uh, something we talked about in an earlier podcast about whenever you give somebody a job, make them a list of what you do. You know, like if you're filling up a pro box, number one, make sure the door's closed. Mm. Number two, make sure the top half is securely latched to the bottom half. Because I've seen those break in half too, and that... Mm. That is a mess. Oh, I bet that is mess. Yeah. Mm. Do you ever do you ever check those latches? <laughs> I'm no, scholar. but I don't think they break theirs down either. I'm guessing. Yeah. No, we don't, we don't break our boxes down. Uh-uh. I've seen them break down. Have you? Yeah. Oh, I hadn't. Apparently, you need I to start watching. I, I haven't <laughs> ever. I haven't ever broke one down. Um, we just stack them in our barn. Okay. So. Let's go on that. So, uh, so you're pretty young. Mm-hmm. Early twenties, right? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Twenty-two. So, what are your uh, plans for life? I think I really. I'm just gonna stay here and work for my family. I really okay. do enjoy it, uh, and yeah. I love. I love where I'm at. And so, it's, well, and it's a, it's a great town. Be a good family to to work for. Yes, sir. Good yes, business. Sir. Mm-hmm. So, I enjoy it a lot. I do. Well, good. So, you you got any aspirations other than butchering hogs and deer, or you? Yes, sir. Yeah, no. I kind of want. Um, I kind of want to start have like my own little horse training, start my own horses and okay. stuff, and have like be a horse trader on the side a little bit. So. Well, that's a lot nicer than telling Justin he's coming after his job. <laughs> that's what I would have done personally, but you know, to each their own. So, what are you going to do to start training horses? I just keep doing what I'm doing right now. I'm taking in a little bit of outside horses and just keep building clientele. And okay, just so you start. So you them didn't from tell scratch us you did no, well, the the what they'll do is like they'll be not touched usually, and or just halter broke. And yeah, you'll start them. Um, but sometimes somebody might send you like a green horse that. So you're gonna so. do both. You're but you are gonna start start yes, horses for people and. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. that's what I'm wanting to do. If if it all works out, so that sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. I would get started on that sooner rather than later. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yeah. me and Royce's age, and <laughs> soreness lasts a little longer. Mm-hmm. You end up like Tyler Terry, and yeah, yeah, 
which a lot of his soreness I don't think is due to his horses. It's all because he keeps... It's like fucking pickup wrecks and shit like yeah. that. Pickup wrecks, just weird accidents like that time he got hit in the head with that dirt clod. Yeah. Or a rock. rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But either way, I mean, even Tyler, I bet, would say start a little earlier. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Gotta get the kinks worked out while you're still rubber. <laughs> it doesn't look like he bounces anymore. Not well. <laughs> Not well. I think I finally figured out what's wrong with my foot. You know, every now and then it hurts. Yeah. I think you remember whenever I kicked that cow in the face that that year we were uh, we were pig checking cows, and I had a rough week that week. Mm -hmm. I I don't know why. Every time Royce turned around, I was in the dirt, hurt for some fucking reason. (laughs) They just you had a target on your back. I mean, they were fucking mad at me. But so one day it was raining or something, so my boots were wet. So I wore Mm -hmm. like a pair of Ariat slip on shoes mm-hmm. and this cow came at me and I kicked her right on the top of her head. And I'm pretty sure I broke my foot. And I think that's what's starting to bother me. And I think I got some arthritis. Oh, some bad healing. Yeah. It's, it's always something. Yeah. Great times. So just remember that. Mm. Don't at least be wearing the proper attire. If you're going to, if you're going to kick a cow in the face, you wear your fucking boots. <laughs> Don't do it with shoes on. Need some more drink? Just a little bit more. All right. Well, uh, you got anything else you want to tell the people at home? Nothing off the top of my head. All right. Well, usually we do a uh, a farming fuck up, Mm -hmm. but we figured for you we would do a wreck of the week. (laughs) A wreck of the week. Wreck of the week. You got a wreck. Doesn't have to be you. Yeah. Could be anybody. Okay. Preferably with pictures if you if you've got one. Like a wreck. Okay. Yes, I do. Could could be livestock related. Could be, um, yes, it's one of my buddies. He went to the Air Force. He rode bareback Bronx. Um, trying to find his name. Anyways, we were at Snyder, Texas. It was at the Circle P Winter Series Finals. It was winter of twenty nineteen. It was yeah eighteen nine winter of eighteen nineteen. Kinda. Okay, and um, anyways, he was he was a bareback bronc rider. And asked for his horse, and his horse was just kind of, it was like a cult. Like, he was just all over the place. Never really lined out right. Anyways, he covered his horse and was going to get off, and this horse bucked up into himself and threw him over the front and got him bucked off into his hand. And it was, he was hung up for sure. And and was getting drug around for a minute. His pickup man couldn't get a rope on the horse. And it stepped on his calf and yanked that rigging under the chest of the horse. And it stepped on him and yanked his hand out, broke his forearm, and like messed him up. I don't, I don't know. I got a video of it somewhere. I messaged him on Facebook asking, and he sent me a video of it. Uh, <laughs> but that, that is that is I mean, a wreck. That is a wreck. That sounds yeah, like that it fucking was bad. hurt. It was bad. His girlfriend quit video on it right before it got ugly. But you could start. You could see it start to unwind, and it it was bad. But, yeah, that that sounds like that's. A, I'm glad we asked that question. Yeah, no yes. shit. <laughs> yes, it uh, it was bad. He was. And knocked some of his teeth out. It was not good. So he, he broke his arm. He got yes. stepped on in the chest, and he lost some teeth. Yes. Well, he got stepped on the leg. Oh, and too. The leg. that's what that's what yanked his rigging under the horse. Was whenever it stepped on his leg, it pulled him down, and I mean, then his rigging was under the chest of the horse, and it stepped on him again and popped his hand out. Oh, it was it was bad. It was bad. Yeah, that sounds like quite a 
There was people quite a wreck, much braver than me, jumping over the fence to stop the horse. I was just kind of hanging out, watching. Yeah, would you go over talk to his girlfriend, make sure she was all right? No, huh? she was. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, <laughs> no, she was. Uh, she was in the stands. Uh, I was back behind the shoots because, like, so he ran. just couldn't get there. In time. Yeah. yeah, no, I couldn't get there. In time. <laughs> she was, he didn't she was already to. at the ambulance by the time I got back. <laughs> <laughs> in those kind of situations everybody's got a job yes you gotta know your role yeah know what your strong suits are you're gonna go get a new girlfriend you're gonna go help the guy you know it just somebody's gotta be there to console <laughs> well that's a pretty good wreck that was a really good wreck I'll find that video and if I find it or whenever I find it, I'll I'll send it to you. Y'all can post it on your Facebook. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we'll so. post it with the uh, with podcast when we drop it. So, yeah, so yeah no, I'll find it whenever I get to the house. Okay, no, I'll that'll be good. Them. Well, you want to roll into killing the day, or you got yeah. something else you want to do, Tyler? No, we're good. Let's kill the day. All right. Well, let's uh, lead off with our guest. What do you got for us today, Hadley? I got Glitter Ain't Gold uh, by Whiskey Myers. Okay, good band. Mm-hmm. This is a good band. Tell me I'm a sinner, never claim to be a saint. I really, I like it. Yeah. I like it. I love Whiskey Myers. I want to go see them in concert. They're a pretty solid group. Mm-hmm. I've never seen them live. I can't remember if I have or not. I don't, they, <clears throat> they hadn't been around here that I remember in a long time. No, I don't. I, I'm thinking I have not either. Oh, well. But I think my wife has, and she really likes them. Mm-hmm. Wasn't she so, on that, whenever she went and saw Ryan Bingham? Like on your birthday, and you were supposed to go, and then we were planting corn instead. Yeah, yeah. They they may have been opening for for Bingham on that deal. I can't remember. I don't know. That'd that sounds show. right. Yeah, that, that would have been. Good. It was a good show. They got VIP passes, and oh, hey. of course, I had to miss out on it. Yeah. So it it sucked. <laughs> so Tyler, you want the pictures on Facebook? I mean, she looked like she was having help. <laughs> got to meet Ryan Bingham. Got his autograph. I mean, yeah. So there you go. After you watch him on Yellowstone now, I don't know that I would have trusted Bingham with my wife because uh, yeah, seems like he's just out to steal the girl. But I mean, you've got that going for you. It's really the Beto rally that kind of does it for me, Ryan Bingham. Oh, yeah? Yeah. There yeah, he's, a, he's a big Beto supporter. I'm not surprised, and I'm not. I'm not, not big on. That. I'm not big on Beto. Yeah. But the problem is, I mean, when, look, I'm not mad enough about it that I'm going to stop watching the show or listening to the music, but <laughs> I don't like it. Most of the artists that we listen to, I have a feeling you're not going to agree with their politics. So if you start calling your musical choices by their Political affiliations, or even you're going to end up listening to the F Up Farming podcast on repeat, and yeah. that's maybe a little bit of Kid Rock in the mix. Yeah, yeah. Me and him seem Ted Nugent. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I'm, I'm saying there's a very few, or there's very few. It's a small group mm-hmm. that you would agree yeah. with 
So I also watching the show, I understand why he would like Beto and uh, gun control. There's a lot of killing in that show. That's a bitch. He's doing everything he can not to get killed. Well, and not to have to kill somebody. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, he's thinking, you know, fuck it. If the worst I got to worry about is Lloyd throwing a knife at me, you know what? Fuck it. (laughs) Let's go that route. You know, you're probably not wrong on that deal, Tyler. Yeah. So. All right, Tyler, you want to go next? Uh, Yeah, I'll go next. I'm going to go with Fever on the Bayou by Rodney Crowell. I'm surprised it took us so long to get a Rodney Crowell song on here. I just listened to this song the other day and I thought about it. Once we get it started, ain't nothing we won't do. Baby, when she rolls me, fever on the bio. When she gets a homie, mucho me oh my oh. Louisiana moon oh, way up in the sky oh. I love to see her come, hate to see her go. Green old bell. Solid song. I like really that. one of my favorite Rodney Crow songs. It's hard to pick a favorite. Because he's got lots of good music. I like that one. And I, I like the verse that he does in French, too. Yeah. Kind of yeah, adds a little bit of variety to my music. I can see that. Makes you feel like you're... Uh, Exotic. Getting some uh, civilization. Some yeah, some culture, if yeah. you will. Here in French. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Hell, he's been over there cackling the whole time. He really has. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> We're going to have to have him on more to expand his horizons more or something. I just want a button of him giggling. I feel like you can... I feel like I can cut one out of this real easy. I I have a feeling. That'd be great. I get the I quit followed by Hadley cackling. (laughs) All right. Well, for my killing the day this week, I'm going with the Tom Russell song, Stealing Electricity. I love that song. It's a good one. And it's got some life lessons in it also. Have you, you know this song, Hadley? Heard it one time. One time. One time. Gage has it on his playlist. 10,000 volts, now he's gone. Hanging on a cross high above Babylon. Hey, baby, ain't that just like you and me? Love is like stealing electricity. Two hearts go da 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 Great song. You know, that guy is is a pretty good poet when it comes to songwriting. He's got some really good songs out there, and he's more of a songwriter than a singer. What's that other song he's got? Talks about killing Pancho Villa. Making shaps out of his horse. Oh, um, make shaps out of his hide. Uh, oh, yeah, out of his hide. Uh, um, tonight we ride or something like that. Yeah, tonight we ride. That's it, a good one too. Yeah, then and I like his his kind of mariachi music that he's got going yeah. on there too. Isn't he the one? He sings the uh, Gallo del Cielo, mm-hmm. the one about the fighting chicken where the guy's trying to win back his farm by. <clears throat> Fighting his rooster, it goes south for him. Man, I feel like there were some drugs involved in making that, writing that story. Probably. 
Or fighting chicken. I don't, I don't know. Man. <laughs> or he's, he's been to the cockfighting ring. That so is you know. the kind of story that it's either a true story or he was high whenever he thought it up. <laughs> you know, I can see where you're coming from on that one, bud. So, so if we see Royce with a fighting chicken, we know what's up. Banker came calling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to win my farm back because that bastard Pancho Villa stole it from me. Yeah. Did you ever hear that story about the guy that got killed by the Mexican fighting chicken? I don't think I did. A guy got killed by a chicken. Yeah, they're mean. Oh, they? they're mean as hell. But they yeah. also they they put like straight razors on yeah. their spurs. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. So you know, a rooster's already Flogged mean him. as hell. Next time you see my dad, ask him his thoughts on roosters because okay. he's fucking scared to death of chickens. As he should be. Nope. Yeah. That that is not a bullshit story. Like he got flocked. By Brewster, whenever he was a little kid, Uncle Bruce had to save him. I don't know. It's a whole I, long deal. I'm, I'm there with him. We had chickens at one point. I couldn't walk in my parents' barn without the rooster attacking me. Dad cured that one though. He went out there with a shotgun. Well, rooster wasn't there no more after that. <laughs> you know what Dad's approach was? You know, this is whenever they lived out there uh, west of town by Marvin's, um, I think. But so they always had people dumping stray dogs out there. So Dad would make friends with the stray dogs. They would kill my granddad's chickens, and then my granddad would kill the dog, and you know it's just a whole circle. That's that's what they did. So find yourself in a situation where you got to run for your life for some chickens. Mm-hmm. Make stray friends dogs. with stray dogs. Stray dogs. <laughs> stray dogs. Um, where was I going before I got? To... Oh, but no, the guy that got killed by the fighting chicken. Mm-hmm. So you know their spurs are already just fucking sharp as hell and mean mm-hmm. but they put razor blades on there so this guy went to get his chicken out of the ring and it jumped up and it got him right there on his leg and it sliced his femoral he bled out right there mm. Ooh, yeah i think that was in florida that sounds like a florida story <laughs> florida man killed by chicken yes i bet you there's probably more than one story. If you Googled that right now, I bet there's a whole flock of Florida folks got killed by chickens. <laughs> you know, it could get worse. Florida man killed by cock. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not putting that in Google. <laughs> you're going to get a whole different set of websites on that deal. <laughs> They're not going to be news stories. <laughs> Hadley, go ahead, type that in and see what happens. In a, let's see how your Facebook... Uh, Recommendations change after you Google that. Yeah, you're going to get a whole different set of ads on that deal. That's how your phone ends up with Super AIDS. For for sure AIDS. I don't know about Super AIDS, but it's damn sure getting AIDS. All right, where are we at, Tyler? Um, I guess we're kind of winding this deal down. But I mean, how, how much time... Um, fifty-three minutes. That's not bad. No, it's not bad. Uh, Hadley, you got any random thoughts? I sure hope it doesn't snow anymore, like a whole lot more. That is a it's a hell of a thing for somebody involved in agriculture to say. Well, I we, I, we could use the moisture. I just feel like it's the wrong type of moisture. No, snow's the I best got, type of moisture. I got young horses. I need to ride, and it ain't the ain't the right type for me. If it's gonna have, I do rain. It, it'll dry up in a few days. Snow is just cold. I, I'm not a big fan of the cold to start yeah, off. Yeah, but with. it's it's softer you know, if you have to 
Get that back is off. That is true. It, it well, until be. tomorrow, whenever it freezes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but hey, how hard can a horse buck whenever he's out there on his ice skates? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, he that's just true. falls on you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you we got to talk about yeah, that. <laughs> I don't know that slipping is any better than just straight yeah. up tripping. Yeah. I, mm. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe his legs will go out. It's out. I mean, that would be... That would be, be preferred. Yeah, I mean, be you're not getting rolled over if, if he's got two legs over here and two legs over That'd there. That'd be ideal to step so, off of him. Yeah, do the, do the Bambi on ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you got? I don't really have a random thought for the day. I mean, my Mexican fighting, that was That's pretty that random. Pretty random. Pretty random. <laughs> I, I've got a little bit of a serious one to, uh, to end, and Hadley might have a opinion on this since he's got cattle and they're pretty heavy in the cattle business you're gonna steal the one that i told you about yesterday aren't you well, i was already gonna do it but we can wait and do it another time no that's fine go ahead do you want to do it no by all means go ahead but i was gonna do the whole uh <laughs> yeah i can talk about this go ahead being forced that proceed there's a group of <clears throat> cattle <clears throat> people cattlemen cattle people out there that they're people they're not men if they're <laughs> bitching about this that want the uh the government to regulate how packers buy calves, buy fat calves. They want, uh, they, they, they want to regulate the number of cash sales that a packer has to buy instead no, of buying they don't them on want formula. to regulate the number. They want to mandate a certain number. That's what, that well, I mean, to, well, I mean, like, I guess, I guess it, it, you're not making it sound as strong. They want the government to say the packers have to take so many cash bids instead of, Buying cattle on a formula, they think it would help the the cattle market, especially in where they've got a lot of farmer feeders up in Iowa, uh, Illinois, by, Indiana. By regulating the packer to how many cattle they like, saying they have to buy this many, they have to buy this or so it's, many on a cash bid, not okay, on a formula okay. like a bunch of them are doing. Which in the the deal I read stated mm-hmm. that uh, Texas, New Mexico, Oklahoma. Montana, I think, helped kill it because they're mad at mm-hmm. the American Farm Bureau Federation because they didn't support the bill that is before Congress right now that would regulate this. Mm-hmm. Which it was a guy in Nebraska and Iowa that that uh, introduced that bill, wasn't it? Uh, I, yes, I think so. It was I, one in Iowa I know and one in... The one guy was from Nebraska. One was Grassley yes. out of Iowa. <clears throat> okay, yeah. Uh, so it was Nebraska and Iowa. Who is a pretty, who's usually pretty friendly to farmers. Yeah. You know, he, he's a pretty good ag advocate in the government. But yeah, what, what they're wanting is another regulation that would mandate how many or what percentage of a packer's fat cattle they bought off of a cash bid instead of formula mm-hmm. purchasing. And the like I said, the deal I read, Texas... Oklahoma, New Mexico, and Wyoming, they nixed it in the American Federation of Farm Bureau because everybody gets a vote. Yes. And it's it's an organization that, that it goes by the vote. The All the policy is set by members like you and me. If you get mm-hmm. to be a delegate, you can go vote. Mm-hmm. And, you're, and so over 50% of the delegates at the Farm Bureau Federation nixed it. And they're mm-hmm. everybody's people like you and me. They're, it's not corporate type or anything like that. 
Mm-hmm. And so they're mad at AFBF because AFBF won't support another regulation. So how, what, have you heard about any of this? Do you have I, a feeling on it one way or another? Or? I have not, but. I bet there wasn't half-naked girls on TikTok talking about that. So no, Hadley, there was definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we know how to start our campaign. Uh, no, I definitely don't think that they, they should regulate it, though. Um, I think that there is probably a pretty, I, I think everybody would probably agree that there's a, changes that need to happen between uh producers and the packer you know the the things that happen there um but i don't think a government mandate is yeah it's not the way to do it because you're just going to regulate yourself out of business well I, here's yeah. the deal they're all just going to get together and say all right well we're going to do cash bids and we're going to offer 50 cents whenever the market's at a dollar yeah. And they're going to say, well, hey, you told us to do it on cash bids. That's what we're bidding today. You know, I mean, so yeah, that's on you. Because mm-hmm. you're back to there's only four of them. There's the four main ones that control what, like 80%, 90% of the market now? I don't have any idea on that number. That may it's be a, a wrong bunch, number, but it's but, it's a large yeah. a large majority of it. Yeah. And what really blows my mind is I've got people on my Facebook that are constantly posting stupid shit about, um, well, not <laughs> stupid shit. But, oh yeah, you've got that too. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm on. Your That's Facebook. not the group I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the guys that are constantly saying, you know, let's go, Brandon. Fuck Joe Biden, and and they've got you know anti-vaccine mandate and anti this and anti-government and. You know, we'd be better off if we just killed them all. It's like, all right, that's fine. So we're, we're you you are of the opinion that we should kill all them people, and you're of the opinion that the government shouldn't tell us a goddamn thing. But yet, you're going to let them dictate how you make your money whenever you sell your calves. Yeah, like that seems like a weird place to say. All right, <clears throat> that's, this that's is a, this is where you step in. Yeah, that's a weird line to <laughs> to draw on the sand there. And how are you For anti-government sure. and pro-government mandate? Well, because they feel like that mandate would help them. And so it's all for me and none for anybody else at that point. Yeah, because, I mean, your cash bids, if you support this deal, obviously your cash bids are going to be like $3 every time. Mm-hmm. You would think. That's the way I look at it. And so the other the other problem I have with this is the lady, I've read a couple of her articles before this. She seems like a very well thought out person. She does a, a good job. I did not like that story that she wrote. Though. I didn't like that one either. And my problem with it was she was attacking AFBF because they would not support it and complaining about states like Texas, Oklahoma, New Mexico. And she states in her article that the formula is where Texas, Oklahoma, and New Mexican ranchers make their money. They mm-hmm. sell more cattle on the formula than the ice. Yeah, because I read that deal said that what like eighty percent of Texas cattle gets sold on a formula. Yeah, and so for our state to vote for the mandate would have been dumb, mm-hmm. especially when it's cattle producers and farmers that are doing the voting on it, and they've been shown that all right, well your state this is how they make their money in cattle. How, how would have you voted in that deal? You'd have voted against it, yeah. wouldn't you? Because you mm-hmm. can see where your paycheck comes from. I think Hadley's going to say, you know, let's just cut out the big packers. Let's go to small town, family-owned. <laughs> that wasn't plans. an option. There wasn't an option C to write. It'd this be yet. ideal if there he could have. <laughs> 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 hmm. But yeah, no, I, that was my random thought. 
kind of rant. I, for the I evening. just I don't understand the people that are running with that article that that lady wrote so so feverishly. I, I don't. Yeah. yeah. I don't. The thought process confuses me. Well, and you know, like I said, she's complaining about that. There's people that are saying, "Well, look at where the money for AFBF comes from." You know, who's who's buying their votes, and it's not. It's I don't. I don't know if you if you're a member of Farm Bureau, Texas Farm Bureau, or not. But no, sir, I'm not I'm a not. member of that crooked ass organization. Apparently not. Sounds like you are. I am. I definitely am. But a portion of who's my paying you off, and why is it Mo Cattle Company and or the Effed Up Farming Podcast getting it? Cut off this deal. Because I'm paying them. <laughs> and by them, I mean the Farm Bureaus. That's what I'd say to you. And also, Mo Cattle <laughs> and the Up Farming Podcast. <laughs> Pretty sure I'm, I contribute to this. Yeah, your word is pretty solid 50% on that deal. <laughs> I would think so. I just want to know why you're getting paid to support American Farm Bureau. And- I wish I was a shill. We'd be doing a lot higher class things than podcasting in my office. We'd, we'd do better than the neon glow, the Coors Banquet sign. I, like I don't know. We sign. might have us an actual studio somewhere. That's what happens whenever you got a cousin that's beer at. Yeah. It I helps. Like it's cool. All right. It's whiskey trivia time. <laughs> okay. I'm asking a question. Hadley, you're going to answer. Oh, all right. <clears throat> Maybe we all answer a question this week. Yeah, we can pass it around. Yeah. Okay. True or false? This be an easy one for okay. you. George Washington was a whiskey tycoon. That's false. There's no way. True. George <laughs> Washington ran a whiskey distillery in the 18th century. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fuck that deal up. All right. Royce? All right. <clears throat> All right. Um, question... Which of their saints do the Irish credit with their first making whiskey? Is there a, do I have options? You have one answer. Oh, no, no options. No, no options. It's a day. I'll give you a hint. There's, there's Saint, a day. St. Patrick? Yes, that's, that's exactly. I was going to guess that because I can't I was, think of another Irish saint. I, I was thinking of I mean, that I'm too, Catholic. But, I should be pretty up on my saint names, and I couldn't think of another one associated <laughs> with Ireland. But I didn't realize that he was also credited for that because I knew he was credited for chasing all the snakes out of Ireland. Yes. I don't think they were a real snake-heavy country before that, but the, the, I mean, that's neither here nor there. <sighs> Read a book, man. Oh, read a book. Just one book? or uh, Let's start with the Bible, and then we'll go from there. <laughs> Fair enough. Which I have actually read it, but I feel like we're getting off. Cover to cover, huh? <clears throat> it's been a while. All right, Tyler. True or false? The flavor of whiskey is from the barrel it is matured in. I'm going to say I'm going to say false because I don't think that's <laughs> like 100% of where the flavor comes from. So it's not. So I, I kind of agree with you, but this says true. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Because up to 60 to 80% of the flavor of the final whiskey is thought to be gleaned from the barrel. Okay, so if the if they came out and they said, true, 80% of the flavor, I'll let that go. 60%? That's 
You're kind of pushing some boundaries. I'm guessing it depends on the barrel, the quality of the barrel. The barrel. Like and I feel like that question should have been like worded way different of the flavor. Hey, they're comes your from cards, the barrel. They're well, your cards. Haley bought them, so good job, Adolf. Yeah, we're real proud of you. I think she's like five behind. So here in about a month and a half, whenever I come out with a black eye, you'll know she finally caught up. <laughs> It'll be when we get back from New Orleans, so I won't know if it has to do with New Orleans. Shit, my luck. She's going to listen to it like on the airplane. <laughs> oh, I hope and she's she going to get us kicked the fuck off. I'm not with you if that happens. I'm not with her either. That's some crazy lady just <laughs> start beating the shit out of me. I am filming it though. <laughs> is her the- flight is under her name. All right, <laughs> she is going to have to download the Southwest app on that deal. <laughs> It gets titled, Karen Causes Fuss on Southwest Flight. <laughs> Karen beats innocent man <laughs> after podcast enrages her. <laughs> no, no, you gotta put enraged by the effed up farming podcast. Karen attacks innocent man. Innocent host. Innocent host. <laughs> That's how we're going to blow this deal up. There you go. Get a viral video of your wife beating the shit out of you on an airplane. You know what? Here's here's a here's a question for you. I mean, if a lady, not the scenario we're talking about, but if a random lady on an airplane starts beating the shit out of you, do you hit her back? There's an 80-year-old man or 80-year-old man that his answer is yes, because I saw that video. I've seen that video too. Yeah, I think but I know what's, what we're talking but about. What's, what's your when was that when like she robbed his house? I don't no, know. She, they were on an airplane, airplane. Oh, and they an got airplane. in a okay. fight. I'm talking about a different video of an he old was man drinking, and oh, so yeah. he wasn't wearing his mask, and she was standing in the seat beside him, waiting for the stewardess to go by or something, and she got mad at him and hit him, and he hit her back. <laughs> but she hit an 80 year old man. Okay, so typically in these videos, it's not like the 110-pound blonde chick that's like th- trying to throw hands with some guy. That's what this was. This this lady was a model. Well. And he didn't care. He did not care. And I mean, there were, there were some strong words that were thrown back and forth. I probably would not have hit her back. Okay. I don't know. At 80, do you give a shit anymore? <laughs> that's... Me, personally, I probably would not have hit her back. Me in 50 years? Okay, maybe we talk. I don't think I would. I don't know. If if I think that she is the equivalent of my weight class, and she goes to throw hands, play dumb games, play, you know, get dumb prizes. But, um, and I might get my ass whipped, but... Oh, you're definitely getting your ass kicked. You know, there was there there was one time. I've seen I me did. fight. I know where you're coming from. <laughs> I got hit by a girl one time. And it was at a bar. It was my brother saved me. <laughs> he saved you or Are you caused about it? Just tell a story about your brother beating the shit out of a girl at a bar. <laughs> All right, we gotta see where this one goes. I am super intrigued. <laughs> 
So we're at the Black Sheep in Lubbock. It's it's an old. It's like a college bar. It's very, it's very packed in this bar right now. And or I'm hanging out with him. He's a, and anyways, it was a couple of years ago. And Caitlin, it was Caitlin, my sister, Caitlin Booz. It was her graduation down there in Tech. And I was like, you know what? Heck, I hadn't been to the Black Sheep in a little bit. Let's all go. So me, my brother, Peyton Freeman, or we all went to the bar we all took my college my college bar and we go we're hanging out Hey, real quick am i gonna need to bleep out these names <laughs> no no it's fine but you're just throwing out a lot of first it's and fine. last names so i'm it's i bet it's all right uh <laughs> we'll just go with it till we get yeah <laughs> anyway we um we're sitting there, and it's kind of winding down like it's late, late in the night. It's probably about one forty. Bar closes at 2, and we're just hanging out. So we've, we've been there probably about since 10 o'clock. So we've been there a while, been on the bottle for a little bit. And uh, there's this pretty girl walk, you know. The people at home can't see you, slaps, so you're going to have to say butt, Like, as she walks by, and... You know, she didn't like it, I guess. She went and told her her girlfriend, and her girlfriend had a real short haircut. When you say girlfriend. Yes. Like girlfriend, girlfriend. 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 Okay. It was female. Female. And to remind you, he's about six foot seven and probably 230. Like, he's a fullback. Built about like me. Yeah, I got he you. Was, he was a... <laughs> he was a big, stout man. And I mean, just biggest doubt and he was the one that did it and i was looking up at him laughing like thinking it's pretty funny like she didn't like that that's weird but it's funny and <laughs> i have so many questions but i'm gonna let you go on <laughs> i don't know like i was laughing i was I, we've been there for a while and i was drunk and he he did it shouldn't have done it probably but he did it and i was laughing and anyways nobody was wanting to jump on big back imagine that her girlfriend Came back and got on my back, had me like here, like around around me, and her legs wrapped around me, and I mean it's just hitting me. My cowboy hat is in Peyton's Peyton Freeman's lap right now, cause he's sitting in a chair right next to me, and I reached around, hit her one time, and showed her to Gage, and Gage lays her out. And by that point, we realized it's a girl, but we didn't think it was because. The hair was so short. <laughs> I, I think it was, it's this point that the F Dep Farming Podcast has to say we do not condone or condone assault of never, any kind. Never, never. Not of any kind. I was I didn't do nothing. I was laughing. Heck, I might have thought the light the light was funny and looking up. I don't know. And she did. I had a monkey on my back. And <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but okay. So you started out this story talking about how your brother beat the shit out of a girl. Yes, okay, that was that was probably a little bit strong worded because what he he, didn't, he turned around, <laughs> he saw somebody on your back yes. beating the crap out of you, me. and he just yes. he reacted. Yes, and, and he shut it down. It I doesn't mean, sound like after she came when, off your back, he just like mounted no, up. No, no, no. When he came off or when, anything, when it came off my back, the I didn't realize. <laughs> I didn't realize what it was 
until he was laying on the ground. And I look at Gage and said, holy shit, that's a girl. And Gage says, I don't give a fuck what it is. And it about ripped out of his shirt to get after him. And the bouncers had her up, dragging her out of the bar. I had a black eye and all at Caitlin's graduation. It was bad. <laughs> I bet your mama was proud of you. I said, Mom, a girl beat me up and Gage later out. <laughs> if the family honor is intact, Gage kicked her ass. <laughs> Freemans don't get beat by no girls. <laughs> we didn't, but the, but the sorry to cover us. I didn't realize it was. It didn't look like no girl. It did not. Like I mean, hair combed over, spiked up in the front, short short hair. I don't know. It, it looked like a boy until she was laying there on the ground. Well. I think gotta, that's a that's a good thing to end on here. I think uh, that is a, a good story to end on. Yeah, that's a that's a hell of a tale. That was Lubbock, a good one. Lubbock, Texas. It it'll get you down. It will. I've never liked that town. Yeah, I've tried to stay out of that. Yeah, yeah I had to come home. I hear it. Couldn't stay long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It sounds like girls it. were kicking your ass every time you went to the bar. Well, hey everybody, we uh, we appreciate you listening, Hadley. We really appreciate you being yes. on here. I really enjoyed it. I hope you guys you really right. classed up the yeah. podcast there at yes. the end. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that took a turn. <laughs> but no, we uh, we really appreciate y'all yeah, listening. Um, once again, uh, on the Facebook, there there should be a poll up in the morning. Well, not after you listen to this, there'll be a poll up or not a poll, but. Uh, a deal if you have a guest you would like to hear or a topic you would like to hear about a post let us know a post yes post we'll get our tech people on that i'm on it <laughs> okay <laughs> apparently i'm tech i like to think we split that job but <laughs> i'll do the most of it i'll do the editing you do do the editing. what happened to our to our to our uh, social media gal downstairs um, she decided she had a better job, get paid better, <laughs> or else we're gonna have to match salary on that deal. Yeah. So, oh, also we do have uh the effed up farming playlist on Spotify. Check it out; it's pretty good. It's pretty short, but it's getting longer it's, every time. It's two hours. We just added just, three really good songs. Just over two hours. If you don't turn the enhance feature on, I figured out what we were talking about. There's a uh, a button you can hit where it will suggest songs. Off of the playlist, or you can turn it on and it will only play our playlist. Oh, okay. So, I didn't pay attention to mine. Yeah, but no, there's there's two different ways you can go about that. But yeah, we've got a uh, got the playlist out. We'll see about putting up our uh, spreadsheet that has our whiskeys and songs and podcasts on it. So y'all y'all can look at that if you want to see what all we've tried, how we rated it, see how it compares to you. For sure. So, again, Hadley, thank you. Hey, thank y'all for having me. I had a good time, Hadley. Really we did. appreciate you being on. Yes, that's good. Thank you were a good sport. We'll uh, we'll be sure be looking at you in the future. To come yes, back sir. on for sure. I'd I'd enjoy it. 
I didn't know it. We're good. All right, everybody. Y'all have a good evening. All right. Be safe. Have a good week. See y'all.